0: Hey, it's Jose Urquiza from Three Years Hollow, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast.
1: Here we are. Nice to meet you. Thanks for joining
0: me. Nice to meet you, of course. Yeah.
1: So where are you guys located?
0: So I'm in Illinois. Illinois. I am in uh, Genesee, Illinois, specifically, which is about two and a half hours southwest of Chicago. Uh, So we're like uh, 20 minutes from Iowa. So we're right on the Mississippi River.
1: You're wicked cold right now.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's four degrees
1: right now. (laughs) I'm in Richmond, Virginia, and it's in like the low 30s and I'm dying.
0: Oh, yeah, that's funny. We were just outside and the wind chill is negative 11 which is crazy
1: <laughs> negative jeez yeah not for yeah. me <laughs> so anyway we did come to talk about the weather i guess let's talk about three years hollow
0: yeah yeah goodness <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where to start but i will start yeah. by
1: saying brand new single uh breaking sound is absolutely great i know it's thank been you hour, very one, about much. a month a month and a half somewhere Yeah, about a
0: month and a week yeah yeah month and a couple weeks now
1: what's been the response to it so far
0: so far thankfully it's been great uh i was very nervous uh it's been a little bit of time since we put out a single and uh it's also a little shift in uh in the songwriters uh coming in um that wrote this one uh and this is the latest song really that we wrote together as a band so i would say it's at least a pretty good representation of where we are right now in this current moment right um so uh, which i really liked uh and thankfully the fans so far have really appreciated it yeah
1: so early on i think it was like 2014 maybe chemical ride you had like an amazing response over a million views or so it's probably more than that now do mm-hmm. you find that as a benchmark or as a trying to reach that or do you find that like as holy crap how are we going to get there again
0: oh yeah interesting um i i don't know and maybe this is part of our problem (laughs) that i'm not as competitive uh or i don't see those things and try to go after them as much as i should as 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 i am like just so in the process of writing music and doing the studio stuff, I guess what, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess what I'm saying, though, is did you find, like, when you're writing now, do you find, like, the pressure to try and write that one again, or are you just writing yeah. a song just for a song?
0: Yeah, you know, we we definitely want to write a song that is as powerful as Chemical Ride. I think that one had some special ingredients with it, uh, especially a, tad, uh, a producer named Tadpole that we worked with on that one that really mm-hmm. brought that production out, Uh, to life so we definitely do go in uh wanting to achieve that level even recently when we went in to write a song we were like um as far as the feel of the song chemical ride we were even like let's just see if we can tap into something like that again you know um and so yes absolutely yeah do you
1: find it difficult so you've been around a number of years now which is uh which is great in the music business yes to up, but yep. do you find it difficult writing not writing the same record over and over again and creating something Does that makes
0: sense yeah so uh i'm very lucky in that i work with a ton of other bands uh in the studio uh so i my uh production partner Morgan Rose from Seven Dust comes to the studio. Um and we work with a ton of bands. So um I feel like I'm always just creating something new uh and and um anyway. So um I'm I guess I I don't even I don't even really go into it thinking about it too much. We're just always in the moment creating these things and that's that's pretty much what we focus on.
1: Are you guys gonna take the model of you know break break sound is out, but are you guys going to take the model that the new music industry has sort of done and do like a single every four to six weeks or whatever it is? Or are you going to save for like a collective album, LP record?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So I know our um, the record label that we've worked with for, uh, for a while, Imagine Records, they definitely see the new way of doing things is to release, you know, maybe an EP uh, and then an EP, and then maybe an album as a collection of it, or just singles along the way. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. You know, I still see ba- my favorite bands putting out records, uh, full albums, yes. you know, and that's what I like. <laughs> you know, so so you're preaching uh, to the choir here. Because <laughs> so, I mean, I'm old
1: enough to remember. You know, it was yeah. a process. Tuesdays, you'd go by the go to the record store and buy the vinyl, and then you'd go home and you. would probably cut yeah. school and do something and listen to it from start to finish, flip it yes. over, yeah. look at the artwork, read where it was recorded. All that stuff was important to me. These kids these days though, they have like that thirty second
0: for sure. I, I, I agree on on both. So and I still see that there's like some bands that achieve this this uh wonderful uh place where you can put out a record and then put put out a single release of almost like eight songs off of the record and you're like a year and a half later after you've put out this album and you're still dropping a new single from it like nobody's heard it before and really some people haven't heard right. it before and it's brand new to them uh papa roach is the prime example of of, of that at least like they're just able to go so deep with the rec- the singles on their record um And I see that their songs come out and it's been out for a while on the record, but it's brand new and that the video is brand new and that's really cool to me. So, you know, I want to, I see bands like that and I'm like, I want to put out a full length record and then just put a single out maybe every month, you know, Um, because you could still do that for sure. But um, that's at least what we're aiming for. I think, I think we're going to try to put out a record. Uh, We're going to try to be done with the recording process by March and then uh put it out after that
1: so you're lucky enough you actually work in the studio you're probably doing the record at right
0: exactly yes yes we're doing it all right here yeah drum rooms down down below me and uh we do most of the tracking up here and yeah it's real nice
1: was it difficult to write and record during the pandemic or or the whatever the situation
0: you know, uh, a lot of musicians actually started writing a lot more uh, and doing a lot more recording during the pandemic. So that part was was not a challenge so much. What was a challenge for for us in particular here was we did some group recording sessions where we would have Morgan, and uh, maybe Sean from Breaking Benjamin and Barry from Three Days Grace. They would come in here uh, with like a group of 30 people And then they, we would all write a brand new song together from scratch uh, in the studio, and then the pandemic hit, and those types of events weren't allowed anymore. So uh, that definitely shut down that type of thing, uh, which was a big uh, business for us here, at least for keeping the bills paid. Right. Um, uh, You know. So, um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, musicians were definitely recording a lot more. Uh, when when things were shut down,
1: I was just talking to uh, another guest here a little bit ago this morning, actually, and we were talking about how. Um, sorry, I'm joking. How the business has changed, and how <laughs> the pandemic has kept people locked in their basements. And we were kind of talking about, I think there's going to be like a renaissance of of arts, not just music, but you know, paintings and and the whole thing, because all these people have been sequestered in their basement. Just working on their craft for two years.
0: I I absolutely agree with you uh, in every way. I didn't even really think about it so much in the fact that all of these arts are going to. I mean, you're going to have painters down there. You're going to have
1: people have been just locked up looking for a creative outlet, right?
0: In in particular, I've seen it in the digital art space in cryptocurrency and NFTs uh, because I've been working in the NFT and crypto space for. Six months, and we've been thinking about making nFts for musicians and all of this stuff and all of a sudden you know now six months later, basically every musician is is starting to get into nFts and you'll start seeing a lot about that uh you know ozzy just put his nFt collection out avenger Sevenfold was one of the leaders in the, in nFts right uh they put theirs out um but that's gonna be a huge thing going forward um so yeah you know um it's been crazy lots so much digital art so many digital artists have been locked away creating nfts and that's a big explosion that i've seen and so i'm sure it goes across the board
1: i still uh, don't quite understand what nf i mean i know what the name means but i still mm -hmm. can't wrap my head around it you know i've got a i've got a 21 year old son and he's talking to me all about it the other day and i'm like Shit, I, you know, a whole lot more than me because I don't even know what that means. It's all Greek.
0: I'm happy to know that your 21 year old son is talking about it because that's, that's, it's really, it's going to be the future of how you prove ownership of a digital asset. You know, that's, that's really what it would be. It'd be like, uh, you know, any tickets that you've gotten to any concert that you've ever gone to, you'll be able to collect and view in your wallet, right? In your digital wallet and your phone. You know, it won't be like a, 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 a pay piece of paper ticket that you collected anymore. Although, in the future, some companies are going to allow you to, if you hold that digital ticket in your wallet, they're going to allow you to print out a nice copy of it. So you can keep it. So for old school guys like me who still have this cigar box with everything exactly. back from 1983. Yep. Yep. And you can only get that the real verified printed ticket. If you actually hold the NFT that shows you went to the concert. So those are the, the like just one tiny example of how uh, NFTs and digital assets will be used in the future.
1: So you weren't lying. You're really, you're really uh, into this.
0: Oh man, I could go on. I, you know, I don't even want to. I don't even want to spoil anything. But you know, s- soon, uh, every. I'm just gonna drop it right now. I guess yeah. this is gonna be crazy. Remember that we said this. Uh, it's a changing point in history. I know this is crazy to hear, but uh, nobody's doing it yet in the world. So uh, soon it will. Um, but basically, at concerts, artists will be able to drop NFTs and tokens for. Uh, Users for uh, fans, uh, followers to find, like Pokemon Go, so they'll be able to take their phone, look around the room, they'll see a, uh, you know, a Sean Foist uh, NFT or a Morgan Rose NFT, right in the corner they'll be able to tap it they'll collect it it'll pull it right into their crypto wallet and then they'll get the rewards that are associated with that token and that's an that's a project we've been working on now and will be out soon so
1: that's pretty um, cool so you'd be the exclusive owner of just that one
0: yeah you exactly you find it in the real world you if if it's a collection you know maybe there's 10,000 of them and the 10,000 finders of these tokens all around the world are, are a rare collection of holders and you can either hold on to that for special access to things like free tickets or you can sell it to somebody else. That's, that thinks it's more valuable than you.
1: What a genius way to get people in the, in the shows. That's exactly right. Holy cow.
0: It's going to, I really do believe it's going to change everything. Uh, when, and we're just one company and we may be the first to do it, but there'll be so many more coming and, uh, we, we think it's going to change everything. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're right because people have just been gotten used to sitting on the couch and, yeah, yeah. and not going to the show or watching a live stream, which can never touch whatever. So that's a great idea to get them off the couch.
0: Yeah. If you out. can go to a show and, and, you know, one person in the crowd that nine is going to find a free passes for life NFT token on Aye. the Bandcoin app uh then then i think that's an awesome perk and an awesome thing for artists to be able to do for i had fans. never even and thought It's of not that just that. for musicians either it's for painters yeah. that want to put you know their painting in a in a location to be found by somebody um so there's lots of uses for this and that's how we're using uh blockchain and, and nfts to uh be creative for artists and, and musicians
1: wow, so you stay pretty busy then besides three years hollow and and the studio you're also doing that as well
0: yes definitely yep yep Nonstop stop around here man i have a lot of people that help me though i have tons of people around in the team it's, it's great so
1: what uh what's it look like for taking three years hollow out on the road is that a thing or is that wait and see
0: yeah yeah so you know um uh i it's it's an interesting situation to be in because right now we we probably have more opportunity as a band than we ever have to go out and and tour if we wanted to um and it's and it, we're in a situation in the world where some artists are just saying, You know what we're not gonna even take the chance.' we get out on the road and a week later we have to shut the whole thing down because somebody gets COVID and, and then we're out and we're canceling all this stuff. We've lost money. Uh, and some bands are able to do it and they're able to go out probably the larger name bands that, that, uh, can play large places where, um, you know, certain things are required and, and everybody can get into those places in, in mass quantity. Um, so you know i don't really know right now we've i've just told myself we need to focus on writing new music for everybody like we need to do that more than anything and so that's what we're going to do before we really start talking about playing shows
1: so yeah i mean because it's a it's a whole you had mentioned like the advances and everything you got to put into it in case you have to cancel a week on the road but there's a whole thing that you would have to go through too as an artist right i mean there'd be weird quarantines and shop regulations and for
0: sure yeah,
1: and it would change the whole dynamic of I think a show anyway, right?
0: Yep, absolutely. So we're ready to. We just, if anything, I feel like it's been so long since we've written new music for people like that. To me, I just is is important. So that's what we're focusing on. So what's
1: next uh, for Three Years Hollow? Are you just going to be writing? How much yeah. you have written already, and how much is recorded? Uh, we've
0: got six songs written uh, fully. Uh, ready to just put the final touches on and and probably mix. Uh, And then 15 demos, you know, really, I want to say, you know, like 40 demos, but really it's more like 15 real solid demos. So, yeah, you know, um, pretty much there as far as the songs that are going to be on the record. We're really happy with the demos we've got and some of them we have yet to fully explore. So uh, we're pretty close. Yeah. Excellent. That's quite
1: exciting. Um, That's all I had on my list. Did I miss anything you wanted to cover?
0: I don't know that I have anything.
1: I think we kind of meandered around, but I kind of just like to keep it casual and see where we go.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we we even touched on crypto and NFTs, which I didn't think we'd talk about.
1: I, usually I have my partner in, but he had something come up today. But yeah. usually I have my partner. And we end up down rabbit holes that have yeah. nothing to do with either music That's or the awesome. record. And we're talking about whatever. But we yeah. are here uh, with Three Years Hollow. Uh, go check Break Sound. And can you drop your socials for anybody listening?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're pretty much at everything slash Three Years Hollow. The number Three Years Hollow. So Facebook.com slash Three Years Hollow. YouTube, Instagram
1: thank you my friend i appreciate you taking the time
0: all right thank I you I really man. dig the new music so
1: I'm looking forward to some more
0: stuff all right thank you very much Stay talk safe. to you soon all right. All right. Bye. bye hey this is dewey Halpus, host of peer pleasure on the sound talent media podcast network join me each week as i explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians actors comedians or creatives from chino moreno of the deftones john gorley of portugal the man to Fat Mike from NoFX and Ian McKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, peer pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.